Hello and welcome to Good Darts, brought to you by our friends at Low Six. It's a podcast all about darts. The quality cannot be guaranteed. I'm Dan Dawson. I am in a bubble in Niedenhausen. Not a figurative one, an actual bubble, a sort of biosecure environment. Uh, we've just had the autumn series. It's come to an end uh, this afternoon or this evening as we're speaking. Uh, Wayne Mardle is back in his ivory tower in Essex. Wayne, thank you very much for joining me, hopefully via the magic of technology, although I'm not sure this is going to hold out for our chat. We'll have to wait and see. Is your internet bad as well? Because mine yeah. is... Yeah, I mean, maybe oh, right. maybe that's okay. how it works. We've both got rubbish internet, and combined, two negatives make a positive, and this will actually <laughs> work, but I'm not really sure. Speaking of positives, we have just had the Autumn Series, five days of action. What do you make of it? I mean, I've been watching these guys close up. It's been very, very hot in this weird little environment. I mean, some of the players, I don't think they were even that aware that they would not be able to leave to go to the shop. So I was thinking yeah. some of them might even tunnel out by about day three or four. <laughs> uh, thankfully, I mean, Andy Hamilton left today. Uh, he missed the final day. Um, but I don't think anybody physically tried to escape, like cold it's or anything like that. Um, but what have you made of it from what you've seen? Because uh, we're going to get to the picks in a minute, and you did all right, to yeah. be fair, unfortunately. Yeah, for of course I did all right. Of course I did. I know <laughs> the game. I know the game. Uh, look, uh, first off about Andy Hamilton, I hope he's okay, because he, he, fell, he fell in his room, apparently. Yeah, he did, yeah. Hurt uh, his hand. Yeah, I, I hope he's fine. Throw. Yeah, that, yeah, that's how desperate he was to, to, to get out of it. Uh, <laughs> look, I, 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 I watched quite a lot. I'm Where I missed the match play, I feel like I've, I've missed a a lot even though it was only an event mm, and yeah, it yeah. kind of i felt it's kind of set me back from from my normal knowledge so i've i've kind of caught up i've been watching a lot more of of this than i did the, the summer series if i'm totally honest well I watched look, a bit of the summer series but this has been really good really enjoyable well i'll tell you that the main thing that that links the summer series and the autumn series michael van gogh and peter wright go in price just cementing yeah. their play. They are the three best in the world. Now, you can argue the toss all day long about which one you put in yeah. which position, but you know, Price has won the Autumn Series, Wright won the Summer Series, MVG's been second place in both of them. I, I just yeah. is so, so tight. And the last couple of days, today in particular, going Price has just looked unstoppable. I mean, he's averaged four and a half for the day. I mean, the man is... The man's a machine. And it's the first time yeah. I've heard him say in his interview afterwards, say, I think that my A game is better than anybody. I include Michael Van Gogh in that. If I'm on my game, I think I am the best in the world. And I'm not sure I've heard him say that before. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I've heard him lie about that either. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, look, look, you have to you have to believe, don't you? Do you, do you remember when Adrian Lewis was, was after a Premier League game, I think he won, it was like, or a World Championship game. I am mm. the best player in the world. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Look, you, you've got to believe. You you have to. And the thing is, what, what uh, the outsider may think is that oh, he hasn't he hasn't won a world title. He can't be saying things like that. He's not world number one. Never has been world number one. Look, the man's the the reigning match, uh, the reigning Grand Prix, geez, Grand Slam, the reigning Grand Slam. There we go. Slam. Third time Slam. lucky. Slam. Last Slam. starting and Wayne Are you gets sure it. Didn't win the Grand Prix or, or, or match. I'm pretty, well, not yet. Uh, he might do though. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, he might do. And look, and he's won that sort of back to back, so he's got every right to think he's up there as as the very best when he's playing at his best. And it's all about him. And just this is what Peter Wright says on on a regular basis. Yeah, there's loads more to come from him. When I'm playing well, they can't beat me. Michael Van Gerwen says it, and he's also right. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, is that when they do play their best, look, no two. I've never seen two players both average 122. I, I just never have. <laughs> uh, so no, they've not played their best together. So it, it's it's really difficult to kind of quantify. But I love the fact that he's so confident. Yeah, I love I, that. And I, why I, not? I do. But the thing is, you know what you're not seeing? You're not seeing Peter Wright or Gerwin Price. You know what you're not seeing happen to them? You're not seeing them go and average back-to-back -back games of 90 and get knocked out early in tournaments or get done 6-0, yeah. yeah. which is is happening yeah. to Michael Van Gerwen. Now, um, you, know, you only yeah. have to look at the way he played when he won his title here at the Autumn Series. It was, oh, brilliant. Yeah, look, this, this, is, this is proper Michael Van Gerwen. But the thing is, proper Michael Van Gerwen plays like that 
all the flipping time. It's just relentless. It never yeah. stops. You know, we go to UK Open qualifiers and he'd win all three. Or it takes something freakish, like a, you know, he miss a load of doubles or somebody averages 107 to stop him. The thing is with Michael Van Gerwen, he's, he's having these incredible days, but they might only come along once every three days. They're not coming along yeah. five out of six. Yeah, he's, he's now inconsistent, which yeah. you could never accuse him of before. And his B game at the moment is not very good. And he got embroiled today. I, I know he ended up getting beat. I, I know that. But he got embroiled before that. He won a game 6-5 and his opponent averaged 84. Mm. Now, that's that's not good enough. And mm. when I say that's good enough, not good enough, that for Michael Van Gerwen, that is just like, what's going on? Uh, for, for anyone else, it's like, oh, got away with that. Yeah, Michael shouldn't really be losing five legs to someone. And it's not about averages. I'm just putting it out there. If you average... 90 against Michael and you, you normally get done and dusted to, to nil or to one but he's inconsistent now and yeah. how long this period lasts look we don't know we, we've got no idea how long this period lasts of of get a win price playing like he is we don't know and Peter Wright for me is still looking uh probably the most the most solid of the of them all mm. uh, well Whilst he's he's not winning all the time, it, you've got to play really well to beat him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the game between Peter Wright and Mark Van Gerwen in the semi-finals on the first day, under nine average, Peter Wright. Yeah, it's one of those. MVG was playing well, and Peter Wright just said, "Oh, I need to find another gear." And in years gone by, he wouldn't have been able to, but now he can because there's just no fear. Yeah. I tell you what, what this does do it, it kind of backs MVG into another little corner where he's retreated to a place of safety by going and getting the old darts as you predicted on this podcast uh yeah when we were yeah. back at the match play I think he said no he's going to go and yeah. get his old darts he's going to have a throw with them and he's going to try and build some confidence so he went and got his old darts he went and won a title and yet he's still walking away from the awesome series with only one title, not winning the whole thing, and he's had some subpar performances with the old darts. It's almost as if, Wayne, it's not the darts. It's something yes. else. <laughs> almost. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I'm, I couldn't... I kind of... Even though you haven't said really anything, I agree with you, Dan. It's... <laughs> it, no, do you know what I mean? It's... it's yeah. We knew it wasn't the darts. Well, some of us did. To, some people seem, yep, seem to keep banging yep. on about darts being the magic key that unlocks things. No, it, it's no. not the darts with Peter Wright. It's not the darts with Michael Van Gogh. It's not the darts. But so many so many people like change manufacturing. I remember when Chizzy did it and he went off and he's, he's playing really quite well when he first went to Harrow's and they were like, yes. oh, well, it's evidently yes. the darts have sorted him out. They're not doing that now when he's not doing anything. The darts have remained the same. He's just in some good form. Like this is C it's correct. complete madness. People just make superstitious yeah. behaviour where people go, Oh, well, it was sunny when uh, Chizzy won the title today, so it must be that Chizzy is solar-powered. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's just a coincidence. But, uh, for, but for yeah. Michael, for Michael, now he's got now he's got his... I'll call him his darts. Mm. His, his normal darts in his hand. In his own mind, he's kind of eliminated a variable. He's kind of, right, I've got the darts. I've won with them. Right, it's the darts. Right. Okay, following day, lose with a 90 average, play horrendously, lose 6 0. Right, it's not the dark. It's not the dark. Okay, what now? And what you said, and what you said is absolutely bang on. He's backed himself into a corner. Well, yeah, where now, does he, what's he feeling now, Wayne? Because, I mean, right, I know you didn't change it, your darts and stuff, but you, you talked to us before yeah. about like changing your throw and things. When you do start yeah. changing things and you think, oh, I've solved it, and then the next day, oh, maybe I haven't, where do you go yeah. from there? You do feel a bit lost. You do feel a bit like everything is is contrived to make you foul. You feel like that every game and every draw is tough. And, and Peter Manley once said, he, and this is just fantastic. Uh, Peter Manley once uh, drew Steve Beaton in the first round of the match play. Mm. And Peter Manley was the world number one. Now, this tells you more about Peter Manley than, than anything. And he said to Eric Bristow, he said, that's, that's a real tough draw for me. So Eric, as quick as anything, went, you're the world number one. There's no such thing as a tough draw. Mm -hmm. Now, that is absolutely bang on. And yeah. Peter was obviously not feeling like the world number one, not playing like the world number one, not feeling particularly confident in, in his game. I think Michael's there right now. I think Michael is making real, uh, I'm not going to say easy games, but 
games where you would think that he'd just thrive and, and flourish, he's making them look really difficult. He's, look, he's low on confidence, simple as that. Even though he's won, this is the ridiculous thing to say, but I, I, I have to say it. He can win without being confident. Yeah, and that's how good. That's how good he is. And yeah, most uh, most darts players, yeah. everything the stars yeah. have to align. They have to have a magical week or weekend or whatever it is day to go and win a tournament. Yeah. The vast majority yeah. of players out there, the vast majority of players out there, won't ever win a ranking tournament or a big TV tournament. That's just the way yeah. it is. There's there's only so yeah. many who who win yeah. things. We've only had ten match play champions, but. Yes. For anybody to even win a ranking title, and I know there's lots of darts played now, but it's very, very, very hard. And you need the day of your life or the weekend of your life, and yeah. things have to be perfect. But Michael Van Gogh doesn't. It doesn't have to be like that. He could be having Correct. an awful time and struggling and still pick up stuff because he is that good. But Correct. things aren't perfect, and that means that nope. it does open the door for lots of other people. And particularly now that he's... That's it, the race for the world number one is on, you know. Did you see the little stat about Peter Wright and Michael Van Gerwen? Once you take all no. the money off from the world championship, there is yeah. nary a penny between them in the world rankings. No way. It is literally going to... I mean, obviously there's some darts to be wow. played between now and then. So, you know, there, somebody could have a massive head start between the pair of them. Um, wow. But then, you know, put Gerwen Price, he's not going to be that far behind. Uh, on the rankings by then you would think if he carries on the way he's going but they, as I've said all year it looks like a genuine three way fight at the minute to be the best player in the world and soon very soon over the next three months the rankings could bear that out and it could all come down to who has a big world championship and out of those three that's, the bookies will say one of them will incredible. win it mm, that's exciting incredible. isn't it and, and look that, yeah it is exciting and they they are head and shoulders and this is Oh, don't be disrespectful to others, Wayne. Look, I'm not. They they are so far ahead. And like you've already said, the, the summer series and autumn series, it, it, it belonged to those three. Mm. Um, yeah, well, look. look it, well, I... well done to, to, to Damon and, and uh, the others in, in the summer series. But look, it, they are head and shoulders. And their B games, their B games win. Michael Van Gerwen is winning and he's not confident. And his B game shot. Well, quite, exactly. Look, it, look, it's fascinating. It's been absolutely fascinating. Um, you know what? I'm not going to ask you about uh, one guy who you've had a, an eye on because it's, it was in your picks. We made our selections for the Autumn hey. Series and we had one player from the top 10, another player from within the top 16 and then another player outside of that. Now, I let oh. Wayne go first because I'm a very generous man and it also gave me an excuse for when I was beaten. Uh and he went for Michael Van Gerwen. And you know, we've just been tearing apart MVG for, yeah. oh, well, he's looking unconfident in that. Well, he had a semi-final, which you get five points for. Nothing the next day. Won the next day. Ten points. Nothing after that. And then a quarter-final on the final day before Jose de Sousa did him. Oh, what a player he is. But that's 18 yes, points just yes. from MVG. My top boy was Peter Wright. And after 10 points on the opening day, I was feeling pretty smug. But he didn't pick up a single was point. You looking, was you looking smug? I was looking smug, yeah. I mean, I, I always have a natural right, right. air of smugness about me, Wayne. But this was intensified you know what, on then? day one. You, what have I said about you and your walk? Your walk is amazing. <laughs> and when I grow up... No, you walk smugly. You That's... walk smug. You walk like you're the best walker in the world. And do you well, know what? Yeah. Dan, you are! You Look, are, Dan. We're all put on this earth to do something. <laughs> and uh, mine is to walk places. Uh, obviously, oh. not in any meaningful way. Not, not doing any kind of good walking for a good cause like Dave Clark. Just walking around. Uh, my old man, uh, he, he, I didn't learn a great deal from my dad. But he did teach me one thing. He said, "If uh, listen, listen, son. If you wear uh, a shirt and a tie and drive a big car, you can get in anywhere. So just pretend like you know what you're doing right. and you can right. blag it. Now, I don't own a right. car, and to be honest, I'm a scruffy son of a gun. But the walk, I think <laughs> I've pretty much nailed. Oh. Um, yeah, the talk oh. is less convincing because I decided <laughs> I decided to go with Team Enumerate and went for Johnny the Ferret. Because I always think Ferret, he's, he's a first round uh, exit two days and then wins the whole thing yeah. on the final day. And he, he showed a little bit of that. There was some big bit. He had 112 average. He looked like he was going on some runs. But the last 16s, as far as he got, so over five days, he's picked me up absolutely zero points. 
Although Ian wow. White wasn't as impressive as I thought. He was your pick. He did make a yeah. quarter-final. He did make a semi-final. That's eight points for you. But it, it was kind of weird. The averages weren't anywhere near what you were expecting. For He still I, looks a bit rusty to me. Do you know what? I, I, I wish I'd have just said that he looked rusty to me before you said he looked <laughs> rusty to me. <laughs> Damn you! Look, uh. I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I was watching and thinking... Oh, you, you you look rusty to me. And <laughs> it, it, he, he didn't look at it. He didn't look at it. And yet and yet he still has runs. That that's yeah. how good Ian White is. And don't ask you I, I'm not saying that I don't know anything about darts here, but I'm I'm pretty confident in saying he's he's never even got to world number ten, let alone breaking into it, has he? Oh no, he's been I top ten think before. He has. He has. He has. Uh, I remember because he? he had a quarterfinal at the match play. I mean, he said he's been hovering around no, there now. It, do you know what? I, I, I'd actually convinced myself that he's been loitering around between 10 and 14 for the last five years. I mean, mostly oh, he's been in he has the top been. 10. Yeah, he's been in the top 10. Yeah, I think he's been as high as eight. I think that's the highest he's right. had. Okay, I'll because take that he, all back. Right, well, okay. I mean, he's won, what do you have? Three Euro tours. That's 75 grand in ranking money. I mean, that's like, that's like yeah. a, better than a major final, isn't it? So yes, that's that's a yes. big old chunk, um, but yeah, he always always it's always been between about eight and sixteen, and that seems yeah. to be he goes up and down there because he never and he never seems to fluctuate that much because he never has enormous chunks coming off because he's never in major finals most of the time he's never mm-hmm. beyond the quarterfinals but he's always picking up enough to be to be doing that I mean he's, and then yeah. ten grand here and there winning pro tours but I think there's work to do for for the diamond. Um, Jose yeah. though, Jose, I mean Jose was playing some fantastic stuff for me, and in the end he managed to get to the for final. You. For, for me, you. I picked him. I picked <laughs> him. I mean, and, yeah, and, no, and, no, I'm sorry. I don't know. I bet he's thinking, "Oh, come, come oh, on, do this come for Dan. On, win do win th- for Dan. Win yeah, for he, Dan. he probably doesn't even know my name. He, do this for the man with the majestic walk, <laughs> that one who sits in the little, the little bot. I'll tell you look what, you love w- the commentary facilities walker. here. Oh, the commentary facility. I know you had like proper. You know, you're used to Sky and having, you know, makeup people and all this sort of stuff. Literally, I had a desk with a computer on it, or a monitor on it. Well, and then there a was a, start. yeah, a massive, like, it was almost like a tent. It was essentially about 40 foot of fabric that was draped over some metal scaffolding poles to create like a commentary grotto. Just because in these sort of small, we had a small room and both commentators were in there doing different games, so we had to try and sort of try and protect me from shouting all over the other game that Chris Murphy's commentating on. It was never going to happen. So, I think most of the time I'm just completely obliterating his commentary while I'm shouting about Andrew Gilding. Um, but yeah, I basically just had to sit in a dark tent for and six Gildings hours look a day. Better. Hmm? Gildings look better. Oh, how good he? he looks really good there was 100 averages all over the place <laughs> gilding his back my friends What's i thought he was going to hit a nine data <laughs> oh well I, I i was amazed i was kind of watching and and following some of the the, the performances and i'm thinking right okay i i thought he'd kind of peaked and had his moment i'm not too sure Goldfinger may be back. Maybe the best is yet to come. And uh, he's look, nothing has changed. He still has exactly the same dart shirts, the old school dart shirts with the massive sort of Harry Hill collar. He's still got the glasses strap because he is the Edgar Davids of darts. And he should never change. Never change. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Uh, I didn't see him (laughs) once produce the thumb this weekend, which is a shame. He only seems to do that for the telly. Uh, But we're going to have to mention Big Dev. Because he has of been, we are. He, aside from the top three, he's been the best player here. And I would say yeah. that he's he's pretty close to those top three. It's been incredible. I don't know what yeah. magic you've performed. Is this some, is this like some Rosemary's Baby type thing? Have you done, <laughs> have you done some horrible, unspeakable things no, with some no. satanic people and turned Devon into not only the biggest 180 hitter in the world, man who hit a nine data earlier on today, should have yeah. won the title against Gezi yesterday. Yes, yes. Um, I, but I he is transformed. Him, I spoke to him after he, he lost yesterday and he was kind of beating himself up that he missed the opportunity. And it was, look, look, you threw a dart at double 16 that was a good dart at double 16. There was mm. nothing wrong with it. You threw it and until it actually missed, you felt he had a chance to go in. There's no more you can do as a dart player with that. 
when he wanted tops, he never pulled one. And the last start was was close. He, he was coming in off it. So he was still in, in control. Unfortunately, Price held it together in the last leg. Devon's, Devon's undoing was the, the first visit in the last leg. He lost mm. all his confidence and composure after that. And that's how quick it changes when you're playing someone whose who's A game is, is right up there with the very best in, in, in the world. But look, I'm pleased for him because he's put in so much hard work. And what he's not done, and which is easy to do, by the way, when mm. we were working uh, on on his action, basically, it's like, look, this is not going to happen in a week. This 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 may take six months. It may take a year. May take longer than that. But it's it's an ongoing process, Dev, and it's about doing the right thing all the time. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He's, yeah, he's now he got ever. an action. He's now got an action that he replicates. And we've taken out some some movement. There were some elements in there that that were just put it this way it was jumping on the spot it yeah. was jerky that the rhythm was was staccato even though it was a rhythm it was stop start stop start uh no good absolutely no good and the follow-through was weak sometimes uh elongated so it was better than others you can't throw like that you've got to throw the same all the time and do you know what he's been an absolute sponge yeah. he's been a sponge. I bet. he's been, and it, he's look, been I, great to deal with i bet you never have to worry about how the mental side of things with Devon because he, he always whenever I speak to him he's so positive he is so, he has exactly the right mindset to bounce back he's from too, disappointments he's and not too everybody positive. has that <laughs> too but yeah <laughs> to the point he really actually really annoys me uh, as an angry misanthrope myself uh, it, it, it actually pains me to see somebody suffer disappointments and then just laugh yeah. them off and go on to be successful yeah. rather than stew about it and spend years being a bitter bitter has been uh, like yeah. myself he he believes in what he's doing he's, he knows that there's been huge improvements so all he keeps saying is like I, I, I'm no, I'm no mentor. I'm just a coach to him. I'm, I'm. That's all I do. I don't, I don't go down the the mental side of things because I know nothing. No, I just it's the technical side. You do the technical side. The Devon does. Devon correct, does Devon. Correct. You do. You do the tech. Yeah. How Devon throws. But um, I, I've just said to him, mate. Look, it's one leg of five oh one at a time. I don't care whether it's coming off the back of a defeat the previous week, or or a win the the previous day. It's one leg of five oh one at a time. And after he lost yesterday, yes, he was a little bit uh, disappointed, but he went right back onto the, the first leg of 501 tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I didn't even answer because I didn't know what to say. It's mm. like, if that was me, it'd be like, tomorrow. I ain't playing tomorrow. <laughs> get, get out of it. I'm going home. I, I, I've had enough. But he, he like, like I said, he's, he's been. He's been great to work with and, and still is. He's, he's, a, he's a good lad as well. He's, he's how, many, how many. Being. How many people on the tour? How many people playing here this week have you worked with or working with, or is this a big secret? Uh, no, it's not a secret, but some some kind of see it as a weakness. So some ask mm. me to not say things. Mm, uh, okay. There's 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 about there was five there this week this week playing. Mm. Uh, that, do you know what some some are doing obviously better than others, but yeah, I'm I'm not just saying it. Uh, they're all playing quite well at the moment. Okay. Is it uh, is it going to be like... All... I, there, there was a period where whenever I turned on the snooker on the telly, then yeah. they'd be they'd just go, oh, well, of course, uh, these two are uh, coached by Terry Griffiths. And it seemed every single player yeah. in the game was yeah. coached by Terry Griffiths. Is this... Yeah. Are you treating them like Pokemon? Have you got to catch them all, Wayne? Is it going to be every <laughs> no, single no. player? Because then you're guaranteed no. every time you're going to get a winner. <laughs> what I've, I've made... I've made a kind of pact with myself that I'm not going to get... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to get involved with them at all, other than when they come to see me. Right. Okay. Because uh, well. I, I don't, I don't want it to be, I don't, I don't want it to, to hinder uh, when I work for Sky. I don't want it. I don't want to do exhibitions. But Wayne, can you get there early? I want you to sort this out for me. But I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. No, you make time to come and see me 
in my environment and I will I, you are mine then and I'm yours and you're a consultant you're not a manager you're not there to yes, hold their hand correct, you're a consultant correct. you go to an expert correct. you go and you know, and get some yeah. advice and then you go away and deal with that yeah and that makes sense yeah. to me uh, and it's probably a yeah. very lucrative way of doing it um Look, I'll tell you it, what it go on, go on it's way better it's way better than than uh, being a builder for a living but don't well, tell you that say to that. Harry Ward well yes look because this gets us on to the... now this was going to be a Good Darts podcast exclusive because I got wind of this a few days ago that Harry Ward uh, would be potentially walking away from the game at the end of the year so I'd set up my interview lovely great stuff really happy with this going to bring you an absolute world exclusive what happened the day before we recorded this uh, his manager went and whacked it all over social media and now the world and his wife has spoken to Harry Ward. But oh. it does not matter about being first, Wayne. It matters about being best. Of course, it might be neither, but never mind. Here's one of the <laughs> loveliest men in this sport. It is Big H, Harry Ward. These are the questions that you should be asking. Harry, we are in this weird little bubble in Niedenhausen and mm -hmm. I didn't expect... But we'd be having a chat, to be honest, about what's happened. Just explain to us in your own words about the decision you've come to, because you reckon this sort of thing, mucking about all over Europe and in Barnsley or Wigan, not really your thing. No, it's not. Uh, and it's hard to explain to people because there's a lot of people that love to be in my situation. Obviously, I've, uh, I've had quite a few comments saying that. And as I say, it's hard. It's hard to explain. It's just not for me. I... Uh, I just, I just know that I don't want to be a professional, and and I know that's hard to understand again. But yeah, it's, it's, my practice regime's not there. I, I don't enjoy practicing, um, and the the buzz of the game of playing the game's just worn off. And it's just nice to be honest to sort to to get it out there because I felt it for a while now. But um, yeah, I've had a lot of people. Come up to me and understand the decision, and I appreciate that. Yeah, but it's hard, really hard. Well, how long have you been thinking about this and toying with the idea then? Because, as you know, you've it's only what start of last year you got your tour card, but you've been playing for a number of years, like development mm. tour and, and things like that. Darts has been a big chunk of your life over the last few years. Yeah, uh, I'd say six months ago I probably started thinking about it, um, and you know, it's, it's like it's just. I've constantly dwelled on it the past six months and I feel it's the right decision but like you say I've been playing darts since I was like 12 in the pub and uh, back then I don't, well not just when I was that old but I'd say about 16 I wanted to be a professional uh, I'd not tasted anything in life I'd not worked, been to work or, or anything like that but now I have and I know that that's the life I want I just want to live a life where I go to work I enjoy my job and uh, just do what I like and without the stress of darts well, it's one of the reasons I do this this podcast and try and you know, interview different players because people come to this game from all kinds of backgrounds. I know that you know it's always had a, a sort of stereotypical image this game in darts players, but bloke from South Africa go and make the final today. Yeah. Um, it's it's growing and people are coming at it from all different angles and the money is a big draw. But where does darts fit into your life? Where how, how did you get involved in it, and and where's it slotted in over the last couple of years when you've been on the tour? Like, because you still work. Yeah. Um, darts has been a lot of different things in my life. Like I say, years ago, I I loved it and I wanted to uh, be professional. Like when I left college, I had a full year of just practicing at least three or four hours a day, and I I love to do that. And I think that's why I'm, I'm at a standard now where I can have a really good game. Obviously, my consistency's gone since I've stopped practicing as much, but uh, I know I can have, always have a good game. But right now, darts in my life is just, for me, a sociable thing. Uh, I love going out, practicing with my friends if I do, or obviously not as much now, the pubs are uh, different and all that. But back, like I'd say, just before lockdown, I was enjoying going out and, and all that. But you know, like I say, for different people, they, they enjoy it. Uh, and I, I respect the the top end of the game, you know, the dedication they have to put in because I I know how much that is, and I know I can't. I'm I'm not going to do that. So um, I wish every all the players on the tour all the best because it's not easy. It's so draining. I've been here for so many days. It's warm. You're doing the same thing every day. So for people like Devon today to be putting in the averages he does uh, constantly, 
when it's so well as I say draining it's mm. it's really really uh, admirable and I respect it and I, I, I really like seeing it yeah where does it fit in then you you because you're working as a, a builder yeah bricklayer is it your dad you're working with or I, w- I work yeah. with yeah yeah we're all uh, self-employed me and my dad and my two brother-in-laws yeah. and so you've been doing that for how many since you left college pretty much uh, I'd say since I was 18 I've only been doing that yeah and that's you know you can see yourself doing that that's 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 your career and you're yeah. happy you're happier on the building site than you are in Barnsley I, Metro I, I am yeah yeah and and uh, as I say it's strange to think that but like, I don't know mate like, there's um, plenty of people who aren't that well yeah you know, uh, Vincent Vanderbilt you don't like Barnsley Metro no no <laughs> but um yeah like today I was sat there this morning and I, I was I honestly thought oh, I wish I was I was on the scaffold uh, and that sounds <laughs> terrible again but I, I did I, that's how, you know you don't have to apologize how you yeah. feel about it at all and are you still living with the folks? Have you got your own place? Are you got girlfriend, kids? What's what's your situation? I I, I still live with my my parents. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I've I've not got kids or, or anything like that, but a girlfriend, yeah. And I just love spending time with my. Fa- I'm such a family man. Mm. Uh, I'm such a big softy, and you know, if you follow me on Facebook or anything like that, you, you'll see my my nephews and nieces. They mean the world to me. So I'd rather spend time with them than do anything. And, it's just I also just took a back seat and I just like thought if I'm honest with people they might appreciate it and I'm I'm happy I've let it all get like got it off my chest sort sort of thing. I think people can understand that completely. You're in the same little management group as the likes of Daryl Gurney. Mm. I mean, seeing him top ten player, major winner, playing Premier League, playing World Series, is just at a young kid. Mm seeing the sacrifices he's had to make has that played a role in in you coming to this decision yeah definitely yeah yeah i i i know i'd hate it being away from home that much because mm. you know they'd get premier league thursday uh, so I, I may never make the premier league if i'd have carried on but what i'm saying is premier league thursday you're a tour friday saturday sunday and then the same again the th- following thursday like two or three days at home a week <laughs> that's not my type of thing you know I like two or three days at home on the weekend that's mm. why <laughs> after work that's what I like but yeah Daryl I, I really really get on with Daryl and um yeah he's he's very very dedicated even now after so many years uh and that's good to see you got yourself on the tour you kind of surprised yourself to get your tour card yeah. and you certainly were as surprised as anybody when you won that title after just a few months on the tour mm-hmm. at that point what was what was it like? I mean, were you just shooting for the stars then? Are you thinking, I've, I've won a title, anything is possible? Or was there always that, I'd I've, rather be on a scaffold, I'll be back in SWAD in Derbyshire? I, yeah, uh, even when I won that title, I was still thinking. I still thought I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I, I honestly still thought that. And uh, and I, even then, like you know, after that, I still thought I'm never going to give my job in. No matter how much I won, I'd never give my job in. So... I knew that I'd never be able to put the effort in that that's needed to, um, you know, be at the top. So yeah, just made this decision. What about where darts will fit in then? You know, you can go off, live your life, but you're not walking away from the game entirely. I mean, do you, do you plan on being like some sort of Paul Hogan kind of character who just sort of ghosts around opens, winning titles, and occasionally appearing at a UK Open and making a quarter final? Uh, not not so much opens. No, I've never been a, a open fan to be honest. Okay. Even uh, like just just the last couple of years, I'd never go to local opens. It's not my sort of thing. I'd I'd, I'd rather um, I don't know, just go to the pub and enjoy it rather than have, mm. have the stress of darts. But uh, yeah, I'll play local leagues. I'd, like I say, I see that as a sociable thing, and um, hopefully still play at a decent standard. Uh, but I, I'm I'm looking forward to just playing local league without the stresses of weekends the darts life it's been you know, a big chunk of what you've known over the last few years and certainly the last couple yeah where you do get a lot of close friendships and things like that and and you're living in each other's pockets i mean you're you're rooming with jamie hughes yeah, this weekend. yeah. how is that by the way jamie's awesome <laughs> he, he honestly we're, we're, we're both probably the most two laid-back characters on the tour to be honest so we just we just plod on, just do whatever we want. You know, if Jamie wants to watch the telly late, I'll just put my earphones in. If we both want to watch the telly, we'll just we'll agree we'll watch them together. It, it, yeah, he's perfect. He's that been, sounds like yeah, because you could have been you could have been yeah. rooming in some proper lunatics. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But no, me and Jamie, uh, yeah, it's great. I couldn't pick anyone better. Yeah. Do you think you'll you'll miss the 
that side of things though because there's there's what goes on on the dartboard and then there's everything else around it that yeah. sort of whole lifestyle because that is going to be a big change for you of course yeah I'll, I'll miss it yeah well I've, I've spoke to Matt you know uh... come hear me little Jackie no I've smoked me bucky have a bit of I'll read it's Paul Nicholson fact checking service here again the Matt that Harry refers to as Matt Ward manager of MDA who also have the likes of Daryl Gurney and Jamie Hughes on his books and he's sometimes known as coin because he's got a big bally head that's shaped like a coin Hornsley's only an hour drive from my house so Hopefully, when events go back to normal and guests are allowed in, I'll be able to, you know, go up for the day, support the boys. But that, yeah, I'm, I'm content with that. I'm happy enough with that. You know, pe- people have asked me today, "Are you down? Are you, are you, are you feeling upset?" And, and no, honestly, I've, I've never felt better in my life. And just, it's just, it's just a shame that Darts has took a back seat. That's all it is. And it's just, just one of them things. Just, I can't do nothing about it. You don't have to apologise for it. You don't have to explain anything. I think I can completely understand where you're coming from. At the same time, though, it would be absolutely hilarious if you went and did something this... Having qualified for the World Series finals and, you know, who knows, the World Championship, you might might be there. I mean, if you went and did something mad there, if you found yourself in a semi or a final or the World Series, you went on a run at the World Championship. I mean, would you literally just do that and just go... Bye lads, mic drop, walk out. Seriously, I would. I, I honestly would. It won, honestly what if you'd won the world championship? Eh? See, this is, I've had this question already. And I, I, <laughs> so I'm, I'm such a realist, it's just not going to happen. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm not practising, and, and the people, the lads at the top are, that, that will never, I'm not even in the world as it is, I'd probably have to go through the qualifier if I got in it, but no, I, I, don't, I just don't see myself interested in it because I know... Uh, I'm not. Well, I'm, it's not, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not good enough because I am a good player, but I'm not going to put the effort in. So, why, why, kid yourself, sort of thing. Mate, well, look. I mean, I could reel off a load of massive names that either haven't won a PDC title or only have one to the name. Mark Webster's only mm. got one ranking title in PDC. You've got the same as that world champion. I know, and this is this is another thing. Uh, I tried explaining this to someone. No, no disrespect to any player. There's so many players in that room that, uh, I don't know, they're a lot older than me as well, I'm still young, and uh, they've been chasing a dream for so long and so long and it's not happened, and I just don't want to be another one of them players. Yeah. It's just, uh, just that's just how I feel. You've got better things to do. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough, yeah. fair enough. Look, age, the darting pyramid for me, good darts is better than bad darts, but funny darts is better than good darts. Mm. That, that's the best kind of darts. If you get good <laughs> and funny darts, that's yeah. good. Yeah. And it would be really good and funny if you go and do something mad in Austria this weekend well, I'll, I'll or try get to the best. World Championship I'll, I'll try my best I'll I'll go, go, half an hour's practice that's all I ask yeah, I'll do, just I'll give do, yourself a chance I'll do an extra half an hour tomorrow then. Big H there look I, I spoke to him for quite a period after that as well and it's a couple of times actually we were just walking down the corridor when we were having a chat and uh Hugh, where, Hugh, what, when, where, PDC referee, who also works as a spotter. Uh, and he came up and he said, Oh, Harry, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you might be walking away from the game. Uh, and I said, Hugh, don't apologise to him. He's happy as can be. He's, he he yes. could not be happier. He actually feels like a weight has been lifted. What do you make of it? I, obviously, it's, it's a shame we wouldn't get to see what is a very good talent and a thoroughly nice bloke. But ultimately... What are you going to do? He wants to go and live his life doing other things. So, fair enough, yeah. I guess. No, I, I'm. I admire him because he, he's tasted it. He's tasted that success. He's he, he's been successful. He's played in world championships. Or, but okay, we've no success there. But he's, he's won games. No, yeah, he won a game at the not, world championship. And and it, it did. Do you know who introduced did. him on stage at the worlds for the game that he won? Right, hold on, you. Yeah, there we go. There we what go. What a guess. Yeah. What a guess. What a guess, but, eh? So we're not we're not talking about someone here that has failed, failed, failed and failed again. We're no. talking about someone that's had success. That's just that's been part of the biggest darts extravaganza the world's ever seen, which every year it, it's that. But what I, I love about him and, and I, I really do, I really do, is that 
he said I'm a realist and you mentioned about what if you go on to win the worlds and he said it's not going to happen look mm. he, he can't he can't visualize more success he can't he can't visualize him spending years traipsing up and down the country just in and out of hotel rooms he he doesn't want it and he said he's a family man and uh, and do you know what i get that because i'm that's me I, mm. i've been that for for a long time and he enjoys playing for fun and dan you know you're you're around you're actually around darts more than i am mm. uh, and you know you know that these guys are not playing for fun are they they're not no well this is it right and and one of the things i talked to him about it off off, off mike i said look i, I if I turn up to the darts and I, I go around on the tour with all these guys, but I know that if I turn up and I do my day's work, I'm going to get paid at the end of it. Grant said I'm not going to get paid the money these lads play for playing, which is quite right. Well, well you, you do. You do. Well, don't, don't, steady. Steady. I mean, I might, I might earn the same as you might on the tour if you were still playing, but for a similar amount. But, oh, that's um, funny. <laughs> but... I, do, I know I'm getting paid. I don't. If I go home at the end of the weekend or a week or whatever, yes, all right. I've, I've some sometimes I'm really happy with the work I've done. Sometimes I'm not so happy. But my week is not completely ruled by whether I yeah. won at darts or lost at darts. These guys, not only is their yeah. bank balance uh, dependent on it, but their entire mood. It's it's like when you know. Yeah. Imagine living. Yeah with a darts player. Imagine, you know, being married to a darts... Donna must have absolutely hated it when you were a player, and you'd come back and must be in a mood for days sometimes. And, and just to put it into context, uh, there's a lot of... There's there's hell of a lot of professional dart players that play week in, week out, mm. and they just go at it. They go at it. And do you know what I've done? I've just gone on my iPad, and I've just tap to name it happens to be steve beaton right mm -hmm. now we know he's we know he's, he's won the world masters and the world championships we know that mm -hmm. steve beaton plays roughly i'm gonna say would 50 events a year be about right dan yeah i reckon roughly. yeah you, you're looking at uh, around that sort of 40 ish i would imagine yeah right okay uh he's won one event since 2009 so that's talking, not right that's, yeah, he won, won 2017. It was his last. That was the the, the one and event. He won a, and he won a Euro Tour, and he's won a Euro Tour and a Pro Tour. He's won at least two. So, but yes, you oh, are 2013. right. 2013. Sorry, yeah, two there we events. Go. German he's Darts won, Masters. Sorry, Thank you. German Darts. He's won two event, two events since 2009. That's that's roughly 500 events, and he's been successful twice. And now, he is always around about the sort of top 25 in the rankings. He's the yeah. 25th yeah. best player in the world over that last decade. Yeah. He's won twice. Yeah. What I'm getting at is that even the likes of, of Steve Beaton, who, who are relatively successful, have so many disappointing days. So many. And to remain strong-willed and, and to want it, this isn't about Steve Beaton, this is just a for instance, but to still want it is very, very difficult. And Harry has already decided... That, do you know what? He doesn't want it. And I thought it was really interesting as well. You know when he said he said he looks around the room and there's mm. there's loads of players older than him and yeah. they've not really done anything. So basically he's seen a lot of people foul. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be one of them. And I yeah, get and, it. I get and it. And it depends, him. you know, look, there is Harry's he's young, idealistic. He said, Well, if I can't be the best, why bother trying? Basically. And it, yeah. you know, it's not that he, he, I might be I know I've got a talent. I don't really want it so much, and if I don't want it, yeah. I won't. Pr I won't put the sacrifices, make the sacrifices I have to, and so I cannot be the best. And even you know the yeah. money aspect. There's more money in darts than there's ever been, but if yeah. you're not trying, if you're not putting the hard work in, then just keeping hold of your tour card, just staying in the top sixty-four, and with all the travelling and everything else, you're not necessarily going to be a rich man. You've really got to break into that top echelon and be yeah. doing. You know, somebody like Daryl Gurney has been earning quarter of a million pounds a year or whatever he is a, a very very yeah. wealthy man but look what he's had to do for it look what he's had to sacrifice and harry sees that he's yeah. seen it up close and he's just gone you know what not for me and i for one wish him all the best but i really really do hope i really i think it's a pretty cool that he's rocked up played on the tour won an event and then just gone before his first two years even up just gone do you know what 
Not bothered, lads. Take it easy. See ya. I think A, that's quite cool, but B, it will be absolutely stupendous if he signs off doing something and then just, just walks <laughs> out, never to be... Just does a Scott Rand. Has a massive, incredible high of his career and then just goes... Ah, can't be bothered with this. Laters. Uh, anyway, we'll be looking towards the World Series of Darts Finals in a moment because Harry Ward Big H is there, of course, hopefully going to do something ridiculous. Uh, but we thought we may as well dig this out as a tribute to one of the finest performers over the course of the Autumn Series. For the Devon Peterson fans, Devon Peterson is, is Van Gogh-esque and Taylor-esque. The best. Ultimately the best. I love darts, that's the passion, and I ooze darts. I take a good positive from that. The next step for Devin Peterson is just the sexiest, I ooze darts. They've always wanted Devin Peterson. As Devin Peterson, I was saying to myself, oh, that was good. Okay, Devin, so you look at this as a positive. Think of if Earthlings went to the moon. Devin Peterson, if he's there, God willing, he will be. The moon is definitely, inevitably, the next platform for Devon Peterson. Okay, that big Devon interlude there, which with every passing day becomes more and more realistic. What is realistic uh, is that we've got some fans in a darts auditorium watching the action. That is actually happening this weekend. It feels like forever. I genuinely think the players who, like the Premier League players and match play players, they're going to find it a bit weird. They've probably got used to playing on big stages with fake crowd noise, and now there's going to actually be people in the auditorium because of the World Series finals. It's an odd one because we've not had any World Series events, but when you look at the players we've got, I mean, we've got 12 different nations represented and some some real tactics. Damon Hetter's there, obviously. Uh, Ratajski, Durant, all those top eight seeds. Fallon Sherrick coming back. I mean, anybody you're particularly looking forward to seeing, Wayne? Yeah, uh, do you know what? I, obviously, Fallon kind of, you want to see how she's playing, but I, I know she was doing the, uh, the the icons or the home tour through, mm. through Modus and she was doing okay. Uh, she must feel like she's got a chance against Jeff Smith, by the way. I know he played well a couple of times against, uh, against Stephen Bunting, but Oh, yeah. He's, he got to bunting three times in a first round. Yeah, I know. How, how does that happen? How does yeah. that happen? But look, do, do you know, I know we've spoke about him, but I would just love to see Harry Ward go up there with a smile on his face, win his first game, and then and then just go home. Just <laughs> go home and think, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Mum, <laughs> mum, glad I'm home. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to win again. I didn't yeah, want to win okay. again. It meant Let's... I had to come home Monday instead of, instead of Friday. Come on, Dad. So, let's get no. on that scaffold. Do a bit of bricklaying. Yeah, fantastic. I, I actually think, I, and I don't want to put it down. I'm, I'm, I don't want to put the event down. But let's be honest. It's not a rank. It, it's, it's not a ranking event. It doesn't mean the world to to a lot of players. In, in and I'm on about to say Michael Van Gogh and Peter Wright, get a win price. But they want to win it. Of mm. course, they want to win it. But do you know what? There's pressure on MVG to perform. There's pressure. There's no pressure on right. There's no pressure on, on price. And and I, there's a few in there that are like the big hitters that I think there's pressure on. And that's that's Rob Cross and Michael Van Gerwen. I don't see the pressure on anyone else. Of course they'll Michael have it. Michael Smith. I'm I'm really confused no, by Michael Smith. I don't know. I don't what's... get him. I, yeah. I've, I've got, got no idea anymore. Yeah. Uh, I. I. <laughs> yeah. I've Hang on. Always... The internet's going. I've oh no, always... no! It's just Wayne's brain. It's buffering. Yeah, you know, you know that, that I've been a, a massive, a massive fan of his for for years. Mm. I, I don't know where his game is right now. I've got no idea. Do you know yeah. what? Uh, when he he rocks up and he has a mid eighties average, and then he'll average hundred. Can't kind of miss a double if he tried. It would come in off off the the, the chalker's head. Uh, <laughs> he can't. He just can't string any any together yeah. I, I don't i don't know what's going on with him I really it is so don't strange know. well i mean look the, this michael smith's among the seeds so they come in in the second round um if you want to get involved you can make your selections for who's going to win on the low six and pdc picks apps i can't because i'm not resident in the uk according to my phone right now because i'm in germany so i can't actually do it but 
Um, you guys can at home if you're back in the UK. Low six app, PDC picks app. Uh, we've got the eight first round games that will set up the second round clashes, the last 16, uh, with the seeded players. We're going to go through them. I believe I've got them in the order in which they're going to be played on Friday night, Wayne. Although I believe the first right. two games, so Harry Ward isn't actually going to be on the tech because I think they're doing Tour de France or horse racing or some nonsense. So you'll have to wait until the end of the night to see the highlights <laughs> for you. Um, but do you think okay. Big H can beat Darius Labanowski? I do, yes. Yeah, another it's... one. Uh, uh, an inconsistent Laban. Mm. I mean, I do I... like Laban. Tough game. I like it is Laban. a tough game. Tough game for Harry. But do you know what? They've both got to like their draw, haven't they? I think so, yeah. I think so. I mean, yeah. you know, when you look at yeah. when you look at some of the names in that first round, I mean, there's some yeah. real talent there. But yeah. you'd probably th- say, yeah, all right, I'll I'll take that then. Harry yeah, Ward is sorry. so up and down. I've got absolutely no idea. Are you going Big H or are you going Darius? Well, because he's giving up, uh, I'm going Laban. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, I'm come, I'm, come on, Darius, come on. A, no, I'm, I've got I'm a hot head Darius. situation. Go. Yeah, see, I don't, I, I don't get like that. Well, you see, I mean, heart. You know, <laughs> when I say heart, I mean what I think would be funniest. And when I start thinking about what the funniest outcome would be, then I immediately will it to happen. And after a while of willing it to happen, right. then I think it's going to happen. Um, yeah, I've I become a cropper it. so many times before, but I'm going to go for Big H because I think that funny is on the menu this weekend. Um, okay. What about the diamond? We mentioned him earlier. Uh, yeah. Ian White, Damon Hetter. Now, you would say that Damon Hetter has had a better um, autumn series, but yeah. Ian White is Ian White. Yeah. Which way is it going to go? Ian White's a better player. Ian White's a better player. I'm, I'm, whilst I've been impressed with Hetter and his consistency, mm. I think if you play well against him, you'll beat him. And I okay. think White will play okay. Uh, I think I White just... will, will average, average 96.74 and win. Excellent. Oh, well, that's quite specific, and you didn't need to be that specific, but if you were even 0.1 out on the averages, then I'm going to claim you were wrong. Uh, I'm going to go for You'll Damon, yeah. because I like conflict, uh, and I don't yeah, want to agree you with you. Do. <laughs> Why would you? you? You're just like Mrs. M. Why would you agree? Uh, well, quite, exactly. Um, game three, I've written it down and can't even read my own writing. It's Dave Chisnell. Uh, but, oh, it's Cody Harris. There we go. I can read it's my Cody own Harris, writing now. Yeah, yeah Cody Harris, yeah. who I haven't seen in absolutely ages. So I'm going on absolutely no information here whatsoever. Right. So right. Okay. what's it going to be? Chizzy missed the double for his uh, for a nine data on his birthday. Turned 40 the other day. I think it was the first day of the summer, uh, autumn series. Yeah. Missed yeah, the was, double yeah. for a nine data, but hasn't really done much this week yeah, if we're he, pe- he peaked at uh, that leg didn't he that, yeah. that was it uh, <laughs> now this is quite odd right now you've not seen anything of Cody Harris but you've been watching Chizzy so that mm. makes you fancy Cody Harris more doesn't it <laughs> kind of yeah it does I mean but the thing does. is below par Chizzy is still a really good player but yeah I, do, I, I think Cody I, I do think Cody Harris is one of those dangerous underestimated I, yeah, I, players um well chizzy's chizzy's one of my favorite people on the planet so i have to predict a chisnell win i well, just have to again look because i enjoy conflict i'm going cody harris uh vincent vanderford vladimir putin <laughs> <laughs> yes yes oh, i do dear. um yeah vincent vanderford joe cullen how good did cullen look at times this week he looked wow. incredible I've been saying this for about three years. It's his time. It is his time to step up. Now, and I've been saying this, and you know what? I've been wrong. I've been wrong and wrong and wrong. And part of it, I think mainly, is that Joe Cullen hasn't put the effort in. Now, he's done a couple of little interviews since lockdown, a home tour, uh, and after that, where he's admitted, you know what? I thought I'd made it. Quarterfinal match plays, semi-final European Championship. I thought, ah, yeah, I'm Joe Cullen. I'm, this is this is happening for me. It's all just it's easy yeah. street now. He's realised that that's not how it works. And you know, I remember when Cullen started winning titles. The thing that spurred him on was watching Devon Peterson get a load of attention for making a UK Open quarterfinal, and he was right. jealous. He was annoyed. Right. And I bet seeing right. Devon be one of the most talked about players on the planet might be the boot up the backside that one of the most talented players I've seen needs to get himself where he needs to be. So I'll say it again, Wayne. It's yeah. his time. 
right. I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you, Dan. I'm not. Oh, I, I, I loved. I loved what I saw. I really did. I, mm. I, I loved the fact that when he was under the cosh a couple of times, he looked. He just looked composed, and there was no. He can sometimes look a bit flustered, and his throw gets that little bit quick, and it becomes a bit ragged, because mm. without. I'm not putting Joe down. Uh, because of the, his action, it can look it can look a bit chucky. Yeah. Uh, but but when his his timing is good, he's as good as anyone. The um, when you know the what? rhythm I, is there, when he, he's, I just think oh, it's beautiful oh. to watch. It really. I agree. Is. Smooth smooth as silk. And I'm I'm a massive Vincent fan, but I I agree with you. Or is that not allowed? No, no, that is allowed. And you know what? The way that Vincent's been playing lately, I've been really, really impressed with him. But I just yeah, can't. I can't go against Cullen. I can't do it. So I begrudgingly will join you as as in backing the rock star, which is probably right. condemning the poor man. Um, what yeah. about? I Sorry, mean, they, they've, they've given this prime time billing um, for obvious reasons. Fallon Sherrick and Jeff Smith. I know Fallon's been playing loads of stuff online. It's not yeah. the same, but then no. she's she seems to adapt to any situation that's thrown at her so far. I think that Jeff Smith, if this were a pro tour event, I'd be back in Jeff Smith. But it's a on big stages. I think Fallon is is very very comfortable, and also yes. I don't. It's got to her. I know Jeff Smith was really jet lagged on the first day of the autumn series, but then he just. It, it, you get stuck in a rut, don't you? You keep turning up yeah. and you keep going out first round yeah. and then you get, yeah. you can start to panic a bit. It's like, well, I need to win tomorrow and then you don't and well, I've only got one day left and then that doesn't work. Yeah. And he, you can, he'll still be reeling from that, won't he? Yeah, I, I think he will. You, it's weird. You know, like I said about the, uh, you go through phases where what was an easy draw is now not an easy draw. A bit, mm. a bit like my... He's getting in broad against people that he should be getting in broad against. This this draw against Fallon, uh, Jeff Smith's draw against Fallon, is now an horrific draw for him because he failed and failed again at the Autumn Series. Yeah. And when you do, you're right. When you just lose and lose and lose, it's like, come on now. And and look, that we've got an expert here, uh, listeners. He he knows. <laughs> he knows. This man knows of what he speaks. Yes, yes, yes. You, you're not, you're not wrong. Uh, I, I think there's pressure on him. I, I do. Uh, but, but that said, I think he handles it all right. I think he'll be fine. So I you think he'll Jeff be absolutely Smith. fine. Yeah, in in a real stinker of a game, Dan. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I was bigging up Fallon there, but at the same time, I thought huge respect for Jeff Smith. I'm, I'm going for the silencer as well. Uh, I think he's a, yeah. he's a very, very tricky tricky player and he's he's got plenty of experience where are you going in this one then the polish eagle and the gentle mensor sulevich playing in his home country having won the title last time he played in austria beating mvg in the final in Aust in um, yeah. vienna now we're not in vienna of course we're in salzburg but mm -hmm. i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna say it only once you have seen the best of mensor sulevich oh my can you say that again no, no, he can't. He's only going to say it once. I clearly just said the rules are. I'll just say yeah. this and say this only once. Well, I was just uh, testing. I didn't like what I saw at all in the Autumn series. I just thought he looked... Uh, do you know what? If he was to just say, I don't want to play anymore. Like Harry, I I, I think that, that, may, that may even happen within the next two, three years or so. He, he looks yeah. uninterested to me. I mean, look, it, Looks it does, uninterested. he is one that needs cajoling to go and do things. I'd like, I'd, I've, he's had some good runs at the, the Autumn Series. I know he was well, rubbish player. in the final. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, he's not played his best. No, nowhere near it. And he hasn't played at his best for a while. I, I mean, I don't think Ratajski's played his best in this Autumn. He was actually, probably one of his best games was the final that he lost to Gerwin Price in the final day. Um yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, but then I do absolutely adore him. I adore the pair of these guys. They are products of the European tour and have gone on to become yeah. either major winners or, or future. Yeah, absolutely world class. I don't know which yeah. way to go. I yeah. might have to ask the coin of fate. Which way are you? You're going Ritaiski, aren't you? You think that's no, it? No, I'm going Mensur. Oh, you are going Mensur. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not. No, he can't win. <laughs> well, I believe I believe in Mensur, and I believe in Mensur mania. Uh, in Austria, I think right. it will sweep the nation. Uh, 
Right. Does a Dimitri replay the match play? Will the result be the same? Uh, no. No, I don't think so either. Does a Dim- wins. Yeah. wins. Does a wins. Do you know why does a wins? This is odd, right? I've, uh, this is what this is what happens. This is what happens, right? Don't get me wrong. I know Michael did a job on Glenn uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? One of the I, days, yeah. I've lost track of the time. Yeah, yeah, one of the days. So he's actually got over the 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 hurdle of beating Glenn. Yes. But Michael will not want to play Glenn. No, he I won't. I just don't think he does. No. So therefore, therefore, Michael will be thinking, come on, come on, Dimmy, come on, Dimmy. It won't happen because Michael's not having that, that rub of the green right now. Well, Durant look, wins purely because it sets up a, a match between him and him, MVG. That's, that's the only reason. To happen. Well, look, <laughs> that's, that's fair reason. enough. And look, I tell you what, there's, you know, I know that we, the, the World Series final, I actually think the World Series its finals has, over the last sort of three years, become a, quite an interesting tournament because of what's happened with the World Series. It's turned into an, an end-of-season collation of all these various tournaments. You get to see some different players, yeah. and it brings some structure to those yeah. rather disparate events that were just basically exhibitions to grow the game. And I understand why they're there, yeah. but I think the World Series finals brought them together and creates like a little a little tour in the way that the European Tour has the European Championships at the end. It all yeah. the Players' Championship finals at the end of the Players' Championship. It yeah. all makes sense. Um, but obviously, without the World Series events this year, it becomes a bit of a sort of just it's curiosity storm. Yeah, yeah look, it's just, look, it's an here's a thing. On. Look at the thing. Right. The thing is shaped yeah. like darts. Um, but yes. even though Michael yes. Van Gerwen and Gerwin Price and Peter Wright, who have their eyes on things like the Grand Slam and the World Grand Prix titles yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that, you know, big ranking majors, somebody like Duzza, Somebody, especially like Michael Smith, who's come within a whisker of winning this, the these these sorts of titles can be the first domino. It could be the start, and so it is really important to them. Which conversely probably makes it even harder for them to win it because they're not going into it going, ah, well, it's just a dart-shaped thing, isn't it? Um, But we'll see. I think does a this this could be where it happens for him. We'll see. Um, Was you you disappointed with with Dimmy during the autumn series? I was. There are extenuating circumstances. I don't know if you'd say, because he was wondering, he had like a weird cast on his leg, like a a strapping, because I think one of his brothers had tripped him up at home and he had to have a bit of cartilage or something removed. So he's hobbling about a bit. But ultimately, he was still able to play. And ultimately, it is still the world match play champion who doesn't have very good record on the floor. And I'd picked him out. The PDC had asked me to pick out some players to watch. I picked him out for exactly this reason and said, look, he now has to start doing it, to start performing everywhere, not just in odd tournaments here and there. If you want to be the big star of darts, which you should be if you win the world match play... You can't yes. just go. Oh well, floor tournaments aren't you know aren't really aren't really my thing. I know we have seen players who always seem to turn it on on the big stages and are never used to win pro tour type, but they always did enough on the floor to make sure that they were at those tournaments. Dimmy, you know, if Dimmy had, had lost in the final, say, of the world match play, he probably wouldn't even be at the Grand Prix because he wouldn't have yeah. done enough on the floor to qualify, and he wouldn't be in the top sixteen. Yeah. So look, I, I'm I was a little disappointed. I don't know how big a problem the leg or knee was but he was wearing a big proper like it was like Forrest Gump like it, you know right. he was it was a quite right. a heavy strap in but right. I'll give we'll him the benefit of the doubt then yeah we'll have to so see I about the winter was... series um, yeah. Yeah. but yeah ultimately he could throw he could play the game it just wasn't as good as I think it needs to be I tell you who's not going to be at the World Grand Prix for the first time in 10 years Steve Beaton and for the first time oh, oh eight years sorry Steve Beaton the first time in 10 years Simon Whitlock they have the consolation of playing in the World Series finals, but only one of them will make it past round one because they're up against each other. There were some signs of from, signs of life from Simon Whitlock. He could yeah. have saved himself yeah. and got to the Grand Prix, but I don't know. I genuinely don't know with those two. No, look, they're both inconsistent. But I, I, again, I I quite like what I saw from Simon at times. Mm. I thought mm. he looked he looked deadly on his doubles again and. He's been found wanting at times. Steve, Steve's not Steve's not as sharp as as I thought he might have been. To be fair, so I, you're going I, for the I wizard? Didn't think he played. I'm going for the wizard. I, I I didn't think Steve played very well at all with what I saw of him. No, but then I, of all the players in the world, that I mean, do you know what I, I want can't... him? Do you know what I think he'll lose? 
because I'm jealous. Yeah, I, well, I mean, obviously, I we all him. are. You want to be him. Yes, uh, we all, would, we all want to, to be him. I would love to sit and have... Yeah, I would love to sit and have, have dinner with, with Nanette, who's a, a lovely human being. And, <laughs> look, you know. Yeah, anyway. I, I do know. I do know. But I also know that Steve Beaton seems to... It, whatever happened 15 minutes ago will have no bearing on how well Steve Beaton plays his next game of darts. He just seems to carry on. And at some point, yeah. he puts in a worldie. So I'm going to stick with the bronze, the Donis. And there are picks. Oh. You can make your picks on the low six and uh, PDC picks apps, small stakes betting to win cash prizes, betting against other punters. Um, we're going to wrap it up there because we've been waffling on. I'm absolutely astonished uh, that the internet has held up for this long, but it has. So well done, internet. Um, if you are gambling, if you are getting involved on the PDC picks and low six apps, uh, remember, you've got to be 18 years old and resident in the UK. Terms and conditions apply. Please gamble responsibly because if you don't, someone will spray paint a picture of Kurt Bevins on the side of your house and every time you remove it, they'll just come back and do it again that night. It'll be like Lady Macbeth's spot haunting you, reminding you of your hubris until it consumes you utterly. Just that big, stupid Bevins face there every day. But aside from that, if you're a friend, have problems with gambling, please seek help straight away and visit begamblerware.org. Just saying, now you waffled and then you waffled more. <laughs> <laughs>